Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Danny Klinkscale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Insightful and witty commentary, probing interviews, and detours from the beaten path. Every once in a while, we have to bring out the big dog. Yeah. Oh, God help us. It's time for Danny Unleashed. <laughs> Sponsored by Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. Go to EastonRoofing.com for more. Yes, indeed, it is time to talk to our man, Danny Klinkscale, brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Joe Spiker and his great team will be happy to take care of you and your family the way they've taken care of my family, the way they take care of Danny's family, Easton Roofing. Uh, no payment collected until you're 100% satisfied. By the way, they take credit cards and PayPal as well. Uh, project manager on site at every job, residential and commercial roofing. In fact, uh, their commercial roofing uh, doing great, great uh, work these days. Uh, check them out, whether it's for your home or your business, 913-257-5426. Find them online at EastonRoofing.com. We said more uh bad bad storms and uh you know listen if the hail and the ice was kind of weakening your roof but now that downpour we had yesterday you realize uh oh uh, i got a problem free estimate uh free inspection and free estimate that's what you can get uh with uh, joe spiker and the guys and gals at easton roofing so call today uh happy to help you out if uh, all you need is a repair they're happy to do repairs a lot of roofing companies don't want to do that that's not the big profit margin easton roofing just wants to make sure your roof is as sound as it can be and of course able to do everything uh digitally electronically uh safely at distance they want to take care of you and your family they want to take care of their employees as well that is easton roofing it is uh uh, a real reason as to why the uh, statement is uh, integrity matters. At Easton Roofing, integrity matters, uh, serving the entire metro, including Topeka and Lawrence. So uh, call the office today at 913-257-5426. Uh, Best of Houses Award winner, four straight years. Angie's List Super Service Award winner. Great, great reviews on Google. You're in great hands. Uh, with all the guys and gals at Easton Roofing. Danny Klinkscale joins us here in the program. Danny, how are you, sir? Doing well, Seren, just uh, so I don't forget before the end of the show, in listening to Jim Sturk yesterday in his final four, I have a, I can third, he said you needed a second on a couple of those. I uh, I think it was before the coronavirus, but we watched all of Schitt's Creek. So that, and, and, and it was great. And it was really, it's really a funny show, very funny show. All right. So. I'm going to have to do because I just finished Breaking Bad, and... <laughs> You know, it's such an upbeat family kind <laughs> oh, of show. Oh, yeah. You know, this one's funny, and it, and I think they did it, – it actually just wrapped up. They did five years, so you get a lot of, uh, lot oh, of good. episodes. And it actually – it gets better as it goes along, too. It was good at the start, but it gets better. Th- those two will always be funny to me. What, the ladies? Oh, yeah, I yeah. Agree. And, and Catherine O'Hare and the yeah. whole the, – the whole the, – great stuff. Well, his son – Well, Breaking, his, Breaking his, Bad, I think I uh, – was was it five or six years? Like, it was five, five seasons. Yeah. Four four seasons with thirteen 
episodes. Does that sound right? Or maybe the first one only had six or seven. Yeah, the first season only had six episodes. And then it was 13 for the next three, and then 16 in the last one. Sounds right. And so, yeah. So, uh, you know, you talk about a, the, the, the family all coming together there at the end, right? You know, it uh, worked out real well uh, there <laughs> in the Breaking Bad. So, uh, Curtis, did you see Breaking Bad? I have not. Oh, okay. You're just chuckling. I just, I, I've, I've heard enough of it that I know. I know what okay. you're talking about. That- Danny, have you seen Breaking Bad? No, I, I haven't, and uh, I, I probably won't. But, uh, you know, like I said, it takes, if, if I was going to do five years of a show, it'd probably take me five years. <laughs> I think, <laughs> no, even with that no, few episodes? It wouldn't take me that long, but I. some I, episodes, some, some shows are like 22, 23 episodes. Law and Order, I all those things are. I won't watch. Six weeks. Not, I won't, but I, I can't imagine sitting around and watching five or six episodes of something in one day or something like that. I, 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 like I said, during this process, I've kind of learned that two's my limit. Maybe if it's a half-hour thing, three. I knocked out 15 years, the first 15 seasons of SVU in about six months. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. That's also being single with no kids. and <laughs> Right. Exactly. I dusted of off time. the last the last four uh, Breaking Bads. It wasn't my intention, and it made for some yawns uh, early in the evening the next night uh, because I think <laughs> I wrapped it up at like three-something. Uh, but I got going, and I'm like, uh what am I going to do? Am I going to say I was going to save the last one, and I'm like, oh come on, you're right here. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, let's finish this thing off. It's really good. Breaking Bad is really good. Yeah, I, I still like Ozark it. better. I kind of have to find a, you know, ground where if we're going to watch a, a series or multiple things, that it's going to be a, you know, my wife and I are going to watch it. So, no, no chance of that happening. Yeah, in my house. and no chance that she's going to watch Breaking Bad. I don't think so. No. No, that's why that's why it's always late night because I have to wait till everybody's gone to bed and it's like okay, you know it's it's cooking shows and and stuff like that when the kids are up and then it's some news maybe, uh with with uh, with the misses and then after that she, she's like all right I'm done, like okay here we go. <laughs> that's usually Netflix. when I watch sports, <laughs> actually that's one well, re- that's one reason when I have don't, sports. when I don't binge right but uh, so I. I a lot of comedy, a lot of documentary, music documentaries, like I said last week for me. So I watched uh, last night. I was like, okay, I, Breaking Bad I finished a couple nights ago. I watched uh, Pete Davidson's uh, stand-up. Yeah, he's funny. We no, watched Ray Ramon. Really, he's, he's not. I you, tell you, what, oh, the, you didn't find it funny? The previews not, for not that nearly, movie good. Not, not nearly as funny as I, you know, I presumed he was going to be. Because like, to me, he brings very little to Saturday Night Live. And so I'm like, he must be the funniest stand-up guy, and they're just waiting for that to turn the corner. And I'm like, no, like, you know. The, the previews and for I, the King of Staten Island look pretty damn good, though. At least to me, they do. They always. What is good. that? Uh, it's a, m- a movie going to be streaming, I think, in June. Okay, maybe it's, maybe it will be good. I, I don't know. I might give it a try, but I found dark, that like dark comedy. I know how these things are shot. Like, you do, like, four or five performances wearing the exact same outfit, and then they piece together the best reactions from the crowd and your best off-the-cuff one-liners. Like, I know how they put these together. And there are several jokes that bomb. Well, that, and he that, gives that, a little, that, huh. That shouldn't and happen. And I'm like, no. like then you, this thing swung and missed. Or, or it's like, hey, the COVID's coming. We may not be able to, to have another show. And he's the one guy who got screwed and, and just it was well one take wonder. But usually these guys do like five, six shows of the same material and then they grab wearing the same outfit and they grab the best stuff. 
Yeah, because you can look in the audience. You'll look right. in the audience like that guy's not sitting in the middle. Where's the guy that was? Chris, the big fat guy. Chris Rock's last uh, did he, he did two nights, and you can tell certain crowd shots. There's a different group on the right side. Oh, sure. it's, mm-hmm. and that woman got up. Oh no, it's two. He's two nights wearing the same shirt. He but yeah. he did it over two nights. We, they we, came out and tell, told you that at the beginning. We watched yeah. Ray Romano's newest stand up, and it was funny. The jury, I watched Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld's was great. It's terrific. I mean, I, that Seinfeld's was, was fa- really fantastic. Yes, I, I yeah. and I, I don't know who it was, but I ran across somebody who didn't think it was good, and I'm like, well, I, I guess I don't have to know you ever again. <laughs> I guess we'll never talk. I guess we'll never speak because clearly <laughs> were they younger? I don't. I'm not quite sure. I can't remember. because there was there's no change to his style of humor. I thought and he was a that, little edgier this time, actually. A little more carlin I thought he challenged, uh, channeled a little George Carlin in there. Yeah. The other thing ah. that he did, that he, he actually cursed a little bit yeah, until so this did, stand-up series. I can't ever remember him cursing on stage. So did Romano. What, what did he have, surprising. one S-bomb? That's one more than he used to have. Yeah, he, I know, uh, but I, I, I think that's never cuss. <laughs> Ray Romano had some rather fairly blue material in his, actually. Not not exactly uh, Bob Saget blue, but you know. No, no, good lord, no, Uncle. He, he was just making Uncle a Danny, point. What are you he, saying? He was just making a point of getting away from that silly show he hosted yeah. for millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, nobody's nobody's worried about Bob Saget. No, uh, during the COVID, I think he's going to be just fine. Um, all right, Danny, uh, what do you want to dive into first? I've, I've got a list of things down here for you. you no, know, I think you can uh, just go covered, to your you go to whatever list you point. In, in any list you like, I'm I'm an open book right now. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to be um, unleashed on anything. Well, I didn't know that the 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 Power Five was going to ask the federal government to to get some laws together so that they you know can clean up the mess they've created. Well, that seems to be a, a thing that's going around in a lot of areas of, of our yeah. world these days. Uh, so, I, I I think I've said in this platform before, if you have to go through two months of tough times and your economic structure crumbles to the ground, it's your fault. I'm sorry. Yes. Now, if you're a small business or you're a person working paycheck to paycheck, that's where that's what where the federal government steps in, I believe. Not that yes, that not, that's not what in the federal cases. government is there for. Right. Safety net for people who, you know, really can't I mean they can't put things away for a rainy day. They're operating a business that's month to month and paid pay, or they're working paycheck to paycheck. Uh, so no, not not somebody who is salting away record profits in 2019 and then suddenly is crying poor in 2020. And that's sports no. or anywhere else. No, I, I, I'm I'm 100% in agreement. And you know the the the, the there, there is well, that's far enough down that road. Um, <laughs> right. Or, or my real opinions will start coming out. Um, look, the but but from a major league baseball standpoint, um, what what do you make of where we sit now with the because uh, this is what I had at the top of the list because I figured you'd have some thoughts on this uh, about where we sit with the showdown right now between the uh, owners and players. I think this is a calculated effort on the part of the owners who know that their offer is crap. But they also note in the court of public opinion, given our uncertain times, that the players are going to get no sympathy, none. They, don't, they usually don't get much. And even though in this case it's a pretty egregious cash grab for a bunch that has made 
record profits over the past four years, meanwhile sucking the life out of the free agent market during that same time span, is now asking for the players to help him out? I mean, it's bull, but what I think, I think I can actually see them sitting around in a meeting and saying, you know, this probably, this really isn't fair, and it's going to get us, you know, maybe in trouble down the road, but we've got the court of public opinion heaped on our side, and we're not seeing talk about finances in any other sport. I mean, barely a whisper of it is these people are working their way towards coming back and playing playing their sport. And only in baseball are we fighting over dollars. And it's a terrible look. And I think the owners knew that, and they're willing to gamble because they're not going to be seen as the bad guys, even though it's a joke what they're trying to do. Um, do you think the players will, will stand firm? Yeah, I think they will, and I think that's going to be a big issue. I, you know, I, I think that we have a real possibility of not playing baseball because I think the owners are willing to not open the doors to play when they can't open the turnstiles. They were going to take some economic hit anyway, and so I, I think that I think it's a big I. From a week ago, when I said I thought they would get together and play ball, I'm a little, I'm less optimistic. I still think maybe cooler heads will prevail, because they're gonna, somebody's gonna finally say, you know, this just looks so bad. These other leagues are about to play, or they're playing. I mean, look, we're getting a lot of action starting now. Golf's less than two weeks away. Premier League's June 12th. La Liga's June 7th. Uh, the NBA, the is, NBA is sprinting is, to a return date of July 31st. The NBA is at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, NBA, I mean, like, the NBA, thankfully for them, the NBA and the NHL don't look like they're on the horizon for real soon. But if you pay attention to the wide scope of sports, then a lot is, of leagues is that are just because Is that just because the NBA and NHL, uh, or let's deal with the NBA because the NHL hasn't put a date out there, so who knows, maybe they'll shock us and say, hey, we're going to be back on the ice on the 20th. Um, but is that just because they're going through the same growing pains? They just don't have the public tantrums that Major League Baseball does? And I shouldn't say growing pains. Same labor pains uh, and same payment pains that Major League Baseball is. They just don't immediately run to the television to get their point out there? I think the cooperation level in other sports is much better than it is in baseball. So. Yeah, are there probably some things that have to be ironed out? Are there some differences as far as compensation are concerned? I'm sure there are. Uh, but first of all, they're being smarter about it. Second of all, they have a better sp- spirit of cooperation. And frankly, I-, I think that the, you know, if you want to just get goofy about it, I think the NBA's real, you know, a big part of why their cooperation level is so great is they were the first league that just said, Weed is fine, and we're not, and we're not going to kick you out, and we're not going to, you know, make you sit out games, and 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 our our policy for testing and everything else is just going to be a an absolute sham at first, and then they just said, well, it was a sham, and now we don't even have it, and and I right. think the players really appreciated that. I do. I mean, they're of a generation that just, that's part of their lifestyle, and they weren't, they, you know, if they can do that and play their games. I think they said, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I, th- I think it really helped. Smart league. 
I, I, I think it, it absolutely was a, was a big part of why there's so much cooperation right now. Jed has a well, pillow what, in his rec room that has, it's like crocheted, weed is fine. Is Michael Jordan the only minority owner in the NBA? Uh, I believe that sounds, well, there might be a minority owner who's not African-American. Yeah, who? Like Shad Khan is Lebanese. Right. He's the only non-white male owner in the NFL. Right. Michael Jordan is African American. Right. And top of my head, I don't. Right. Is Jeannie Buss is technically the head of the Lakers? She's a white female. Yeah. Do we have any Hispanic owners in the NBA? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. For for, uh, what? I mean, just because I don't know the nationality of the name uh, for for Tita uh, down in Houston. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of names I could look at, but 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 largely, the, my point is this: right, without a doubt, the vast majority, if not almost all, of the owners in the NBA are also white males. Why do they seem to get it more than the? Oh, and by the way, old white males, plus one old white female and one old African American, off the top of my head. Why do they get it? so much more than the old white males in that own baseball teams. I think basketball has always been more of a, you know, for better, a better, you know, probably can't think of a better term, more of a kind of hip sport, and people who are involved if it, with it are used to more of a, a city culture, a cooperative culture, racially, I think. Uh, so I think that, you know, and not that they, you know, weren't behind as well, but... You know, one of their fir- their first powerhouse franchise became that because they were ahead of the curve, embracing having an African American player. So, uh, I think that probably helped. I just think you had some more enlightened people there, and 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 then you in in David Stern, who was a, was a great commissioner, and then his right hand man became the next commissioner. He was pretty young when he became part of the NBA and is still relatively young. From an article in 2018 and money.com uh, said that the Kings owner is Indian American, Buck's That's co-owner right. is Moroccan American, and Michael Jordan. Those are the three. There you go. So who is the Moroccan? Uh, Buck's co-owner, Mark Lassery. Okay. And then Jeannie Buss is female. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, so they've got four of 30 that aren't white males. Yeah. But they seem to be able to get, get along with their players much better. I mean, I don't know. It just, it's, it's intriguing to me. And, and I do get the, cause you know, I, I used to kind of laugh off the KUMU. It's, it's ingrained. It's, it's, it goes back a hundred years. It's in the, it's like, yeah, when you do start telling a kid who's two years old, like we don't like Kansas, you know, boo KU. I mean, you do. It's you know, just like you know, teaching them racism. I guess, I guess that's there, and maybe that's what it is when you get into the MLBPA. But you're, but you're, you know, twenty to twenty-five when you get into the MLBPA, and to be taught the owners suck. Like, aren't you a little bit more like I got to see this for myself, right? And likewise, if you're an owner, you're in your fifties, and the, so they all at least, and so the other owners are like, yeah, players suck. Okay, well, let me experience it for myself. Like, well, I just don't it, understand it, well, why it's so bad. Well, the thing because I mean, they got ahead. Of the, the baseball union got ahead of the curve. They never succumbed to a salary cap. Uh, they were strong at every turn. They were willing to, you know, for better or for worse, and it was worse for the game, but better for them. Give away a World Series. Uh, they've they've struck more. They've been locked out more. 
so, I mean, I think every step of the way, we really haven't gotten to many periods of labor peace in baseball. I, mean, I just think if you were looking, if you were a player entering the fray, you wouldn't have gotten, you would have been hard-pressed to be in a pocket where there wasn't acrimony between the two sides. And sometimes uh, Danny Klinkscale is with us. Sorry, go ahead, Danny. No, most of the time I, I think it's probably been uh, on the owner's side fault because they were trying to fight for things that everybody else had in, in, in sports. But I think there's been a couple of occasions where the players were at fault too, although I think mostly it's you know ownership trying to grasp at things they're not going to get. Yeah. Uh, Danny Klinkscale is with us. It's Danny Unleashed, brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Listen, nobody needs the added stress of worrying about the roof over your head. There's nothing more essential than absolutely having shelter, right? That's what the roof over your head does. Strong thunderstorms pounding its way through the Midwest, as it always does. And, of course, there are a lot more to come if that roof is getting old, if you're already seeing some signs of wear and tear. Let my guy Joe Spiker and his crew at Easton Roofing give you a free inspection and, if needed, a free estimate on any repairs or a new roof if that is indeed what you need. Don't make false insurance claims. Don't be pressured into uh, doing something uh, because somebody knocks on your door and says, oh, yeah, we'll get you. We'll get the insurance to pay for it. False insurance claims are bad news for you. Don't let it happen to you. Uh, call Easton Roofing at 913-257-5426, online at EastonRoofing.com. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. We're here with Joe Spiker, the CEO and president of Easton Roofing. And, Joe, you had a great year in 2019, a record year. 2020 comes, things are moving smoothly along, and then the coronavirus comes. But your company seemed to be very ready, very proactive, and very ready to serve your customers well. Yeah, we adopted social distancing very early before the cities even put out the notices and we started working from home. We are largely cloud-based as a company, so that transition was easy. Our technicians are wearing masks and gloves, and salespeople are not meeting with homeowners. We're doing everything digitally and doing everything we can to do our part to get over this as quickly as possible. So for any needs that people have right now, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, you can always call us, 913-257-5426. But the best way is to go to eastonroofing.com, put your information in, and we'll give you a call. Easton Roofing, integrity matters. Who was the first rookie to start at quarterback in a conference championship game? There have been six. Oh. Well, Ben Roethlisberger did it, but I assume he's not the first. He was the fourth. Uh, was David Woodley, a rookie when he <laughs> started. I think he was second year. Yeah. Mahomes, second year. Dan wow. Marino? Nope. No, he went second They lost, they lost in the divisional playoffs. Big upset in 83. Lost hmm. to Seattle. Of course they did. <laughs> Rookie. Wow, give me a year. 1976. Notable play. Well, didn't have a phenomenal NFL career, but he was he played a little bit. He was on TV a lot. He was on TV a lot, huh? Noted for, uh, I think, his play at, at college as well. Let me see, did he play in the same city from Pro-End College? Yes. He went to the same. Pat Hayden? Pat Hayden. Pat Hayden. How about okay. that poll? Pat Hayden in 1976. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. I was like, same city. Boy, and I was starting to think, okay, let's think UCLA, but I didn't get there fast enough. Or let's think uh, UCLA-USC, and I didn't get there fast enough. The others, uh, Dieter like Brock. It. Wow. 
Sean King, who was 43 today with the Bucks. Well, Dieter Brock, Dieter Brock was, was 43 years yeah. old. Yeah. Well, they list him as the first year guys. I mean, we want to say five. Well, he was. He was yeah. technically a rookie, yeah. but he, he played it's the, the only, CFL. It was forever. the only year that he played the NFL. He, he started in a conference championship game and then never played again. Uh, Sean King was the third one. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, and most recently, Mark Sanchez. Bad. So a bad. couple Mark USC Sanchez. guys. That's right. I forgot about Mark Sanchez doing it. That's brutal. Went back to back. Uh, by the way, um, good sense. What we were playing for. Go to GoodSenseSubs.com. Uh, put your order in. Uh, what time do you want it? They'll have it ready for you. Uh, good sense. Uh, baking the uh, bread fresh twice each day. The meats and cheeses sliced fresh right in front of you. And you love this. How about this? The subject that Good Sense came up when I was over at my in-laws. And you know what my mother-in-law said to me uh, yesterday? Mm. You know what we get a lot. You should try this, Seren. They've got these meals that you can just take and go. <laughs> but I just sat there. I said, oh, really? Is really? that right? Those words have so come out tell- of my mouth 500 times. Yeah, you can tell my mother-in-law, big fan of the program. <laughs> Spends Reminds a lot me. of time listening to the program. I'm like, you mean like I've been talking about it for like two months? Uh, but there it is. Uh, my mother-in-law endorses the uh, Good Sense uh, meals to go, the Good Sense to go. You grab and go meals, everything you want, grilled Alaskan salmon, pot roast, uh, lasagna, chicken and veggies, meatloaf. They're wonderful pasta dishes uh, like the, uh, you know, pasta with meatballs or the uh, chicken alfredo. Uh, you can get those uh, right now. Just grab them and go. You put them in the microwave or I don't, I don't actually – I don't know if it's the mic or not. I think you can do mic as well as, like, the oven, however you want to do it. Uh, put them in there. Got the sides. Got everything you want. Uh, just heat it up, and you got a complete meal. Uh, mother-in-law endorsed. Mm-hmm. That is the uh, Good Sense to go. Uh, get them right now. Go to GoodSenseSubs.com. Make sure you're a part of that loyalty club. You get 10% back uh, on your next order. So it is a great way to uh, be basically getting a 10% off coupon every time you go. Uh, go to GoodSenseSubs.com to put your order in today. Founded in Lenexa was the uh, Good Sense Subs. Danny Klinkscale is with us. It's Danny Unleashed, brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. I've got something uh, for you, Seren. i got okay, something that's going to be in my bonnet. Finally oh, came, to a, came to a breaking oh, point this boy. morning. Pieces, yeah. oh, boy. On weekdays during the time I work out, it's, it's, a, it's a fallow land down in my basement on television, you know, I, I, for me during a workout. So often I, I actually do watch the Get Up program with Mike Greenberg and his assorted cast. I, I, I like the, I like I th- the program. I think, it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty good show, too. But, my God, does, could somebody just call the other person by their name? Greeny, Sea-Dog, Jay will Joe Blow. I mean, come on. I mean, on every single, re- and also Which clearly, is clearly they're Junior's all. Junior's nickname is Joe Blow for some reason. Well, that's kind of weird, but, you know. <laughs> but Curtis, I'm obviously a big fan of the show, which he's referring he's to the previous show. show yeah, but, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think anyway. of, a, of a name. But clearly, they're also every single person on there has to is instructed. It's in their contract that they have to say the word "greeny" within five <laughs> words of them starting their comment. And it ends up, it just drives me nuts in the end, which otherwise I think is a pretty well-done show with some fairly provocative opinions, and it's a landslide better than most of those other two-headed monsters. All right, Clinker, whatever you say. Yeah, exactly, k Dog. Maybe it's like a Major League Clubhouse, Danny. They're asking for greenies. <laughs> Maybe that's it. 
that's that that's not it but sure uh that i might drop in uh i'll take but it. anyway i just it's some of it's so forced the only people who get our escape are people with names that you know you just there's no way you can do it like dan orlovsky or somebody like that you know i mean so so s, so s pet let's let's so, rock so and roll ski, on some yeah. other topic yeah i was just gonna pet, say they haven't come up with like do you know no not yet as far as he's concerned, I, I pretty much would prefer if he was DOA on that show. You, uh, you don't huh? like Orlovsky? No, I think he's 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 the Skip Bayless of their show. It sucks! <laughs> I mean, he, he's, I, he, he's really out there to trot out these ridiculous scenarios. For instance, I think he, he, was, he was tasked with naming... The five best NFL quarterbacks, and I can't remember who finished sixth. That oh, Drew Brees, I think. Uh, you know, he he does stuff like that, and then everybody's up in arms and rolling their eyes. And I'm like, come on. But but many of the guests there, uh, Dominic Foxworth, I think is excellent. Uh, Ryan Clark's pretty good. I mean, their NBA people are good. So I, I do think it's a good show. By the way, on the on the right. uh, their IMDb page, Greenberg, aka Greeny. Yeah, you yeah, think we, so? we we picked that up. <laughs> or, or you know, Marcus Spears calls him G all the time. Yeah, that Mike Greenberg just screams out that he needs a rapper one-letter name. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, G, you and I are hanging out. You're my bro. I'm like, come on, please. <laughs> I mean, these are middle-aged men. Let's let's, let's get real. <laughs> They're keeping it real, Danny. They are. Uh, no, they're keeping they're it. They're just keeping it real. Keeping it fake. It's kind of funny when buttoned-up Jeff Passan, who I like pretty much on the air, second word every time, well, Greeny, <laughs> hey, Greeny. <laughs> well, Jeff Jeff uses people's names when he talks. I mean, that's that's how he does it. I mean, I think I've noticed him. I think he says, you know, it's just his way of, right. you know, saying, hey, we're familiar here. And also, I guess I'm notorious for I don't often use people's names when I'm broadcasting, uh, so it probably to a is fault. Is that because you're kind of an ass, or is no? It's it just uh, a, well, like, well, like when I did press conferences with coaches, players, whatever, I never said their name first. I don't, you know, they're not my buddy. Hey, Ned, what about that play in the seventh? You know, it's unnecessary. Everybody says and also, it. Also, you know, it, I, I, it's it's almost a way of saying, well, I, I'm I'm on a first name basis with old Ned. <laughs> And also, he he knows you're talking to him, so you don't need to, you need <laughs> right. to alert him. <laughs> right. right. So. If you if you got two college athletes, so hey, you so and so, so and so, but I think Ned knows you're talking to him, doesn't he? Yeah, because since he's the only man the only sitting guy. there, <laughs> and the last seven people have said, "Hey, Ned." So anyway, you also have a yeah. being your bonded about people who call people uh, by their first name if they're a coach. Sometimes you, you, yeah, you used well, to have absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely, I I do. Don't uh, don't call not, not 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 like just just the the name part, calling them name, but. Calling them by their first name, you think seems yeah, overly familiar. If they want to the go familiar coach. and say, say coach, say coach, say. I'd be all right. Uh, yeah, saying uh, Andy, hey Andy, you don't like that. No, don't. He's not your. Really? He's not your friend. If, I. Uh, if you're sitting in I, a one-on-one setting with him, yes, you, Andy Reid, sitting there, two headsets, fine. See, press to conference me, it, setting, coach. Should it should be if you address the person with a name. I, I think in baseball it's harder because I think Skip, you sound yeah, like a cheese yeah. Richard and, and, as well. and manager how about sounds just, dumb. And... How about just, hey, in the seventh, 
Why that move? What's wrong with that? Do we? Uh, need- I try to. I'm with you in this in the standpoint that I don't. I think that particularly accomplished coaches and general managers, um, which to me, you know, you become accomplished pretty early. It doesn't take much for me to consider you accomplished, right? Right. right. Um, like Mike Matheny is an accomplished manager. He's never had a losing record. He's going to have one here. But <laughs> coming to an end. He's never had a losing record. You know, uh, the, the, he had a he was a brilliant catcher, right? Defensive catcher, the, maybe one of the best ever. He had a, had a whole season. He didn't have an error. Okay, so I, the man knows the game of baseball. So, but he also there. There's also just kind of how you. He also kind of is like you know, call me Mike. Right, but I do think like the like I wish like you they weren't managers, because I call Peter Vermees Peter. But if he if it, if it was Coach Vermees, I'd call him Coach. Right. But I call him Peter because manager in soccer definitely nobody you know, you know, refers to that. I even asked him as a Final Four once, like what 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 is the like in baseball it's skipper, you know, football it's just coach. What is it in soccer? You know, is it Manny manager? And he's like, no, nah, I think he kind of hinted around towards Skipper. I don't, I don't know that he had one, that there really wasn't right. one. But I'm with you. I do think that you should show some deference to the accomplishments of those that you're talking to. We're asking them questions. Andy Reid isn't quizzing me about anything. Right. So he could give a flying fart what I think about anything. <laughs> right? right? So yes. by the very nature of what we're doing, it is he has information that I find valuable and I'm looking to get it. Therefore, he's an authority. Therefore, there should be a level of respect. And I do think it's easy with anyone in football and basketball, it's coach, right? That's that's a layup. And in hockey, it's coach, right? Baseball gets harder because I do think, well, Skip, tell me. And listen, Jeff Lanigan calls him Skip. That works. Jeff Lanigan's been, been right, sure. you know, covering clubhouses forever. I don't have a problem with it. I feel like a big D-bag if I'm like, Skip, can you tell me? It, like, it just <laughs> Unless his name is Skip. Yes, yes. Did Skip Holtz? Skip Holtz. Okay. Yeah, but Skip then again, Jetsy. it should be Coach. Should be Coach Holtz. Yeah. Uh, there. He's not a baseball manager. He's a football uh, coach. Right, yeah. uh, but but no, I am with you. Like with Andy Reid, there are some like Andy. Like, eh, are you really you and Andy? Like, I think you're more coach. You're going out for a coach. donut after the press conference? I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, you're not. You're just that you're a reporter. You're seeking information. Yeah. He's waiting for your question. Don't waste our time with two more syllables. I like I like to use the name in the reintro. So like anyone who's tuning in in the middle sure. of the interview, that's why. Yes. If, if you ever if you listen to the program all the time and you wonder why why has Petro told me six times who he's talking to, well that's the formatics. We're supposed for someone who just tuned in in the middle. If you don't, you know, particularly you know Andy Reid, you, you don't really have to reintro Andy Reid um, because everyone in this town knows the voice of Andy Reid, right? There are some people that get to that point. But, it's you know, you do it. But I, I like to get the name in. We're speaking with Peter Vermees, sure. uh, manager of Sporting Absolutely. Kansas City. And, I don't and then do you that can just well. ask a question. Yeah, yeah you re it. But uh, but Peter also makes it pretty easy, you know? Yeah, well, he when, makes everything, that he makes with everything with any, easy. any interview, not just a player or coach. I do. Yeah. I, I think, but but I will say this: me and any other media hump, we're just two media humps yeah. swapping theories here. You know, neither one of us have won anything. Uh, now, if it's Mike Holmgren, who's now an analyst, I will call him coach because he's yeah. won a Super Bowl uh, and been there. But if it's you know, I, I'm us. not calling Lewis Riddick skipper uh, <laughs> later today. 
Uh, I'll probably just re-intro him and then say, okay, I want to ask you about blah, 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 blah. Well, if you follow the Mike Greenberg model, then you just can call him Lou because you... uh, (laughs) Rid. Because you're buddies with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, maybe they are buddies. Yeah. There's a lot of... That's a lot of buddies. Do I, is there anybody I refer to, Curtis, mm. that, like, you know, Eager's a good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Glauber's a good friend. Jason Stark, I, you know. I, I've called I've called Bob Bobby sometimes just to make him laugh. Robert. But, yeah, Robert. Yeah. have done that. Yeah, but uh, you're, you're, you're okay. really friends with those yeah. people. Yeah, but I don't, what I'm saying is, like, I don't go E squared's with us here for <laughs> yeah. football focus. Double E. Data exactly. scientist. Double E. Yeah. Double E. Easy E. <laughs> Tenacious E. Tenacious E. Yeah. yeah. And just because someone has uh, accomplishments, I mean, I threw a perfect game in D-League softball, but you don't call me pitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll stop. If, By the way, if you threw a perfect game in D-League softball, that team should have been playing E-League <laughs> oh, softball. They should have been. I didn't realize until we got done with my old radio partner, Jeremy Wood, and I Shut were playing up. somewhere. You're joking. You nope. did this I, I threw a perfect five inning. We, we spread wow. them. And uh, the, the last out, we knew we were going to win because it was five innings, so we spread them. And I got done, and Jeremy caught the last one. He goes, dude, you just threw a perfect game. Do you realize that? I was like, I did? He goes, yes. No one got on base. I was in like, Sweet. softball. That team God. sucks. How bad oh. was this team? Wow. Pretty pretty bad. Well, also on top of that, your squad didn't make an error, yeah. which, which is kind of hard on we the pick rock it. hard field and we, all we that. We could pick it. What are you talking about? I find the softball diamonds to be impeccably manicured. <laughs> Never had a ball hit out of the infield. I couldn't hit my my slow curve. Yeah. Go. Okay. There it is. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm all right. Eddie Fainer, take- so all of a sudden. Yeah, we'll take a break. Uh, more with Danny Klinkscale. Find out what he wants to complain about next here in the program. I do want to ask Danny about what we were talking about in the first hour, about asking the federal government to lay down a law for college athletics. We'll do that next. Danny is brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing, of course, proud sponsor of DannyKlinkscale.com as well, Easton Roofing. Residential, commercial roofing, yes, they do it all. Uh, one of the fastest-growing companies in Kansas City is Easton Roofing. Why? Because with Eastern Roofing, integrity matters. 913-257-5426. Find them online at eastonroofing.com. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. We're here with Joe Spiker, the CEO and president of Eastern Roofing. What's the difference at this time of year as we head toward the warmer months for homeowners? And what should they be looking at, coronavirus or not? If you didn't do a good job of home maintenance in the fall, cleaning your gutters out, when we get the spring rains, that can be a real problem. So you want to make sure that you've done a good job on your home maintenance, cleaning your gutters out. We can help with that. I always tell people they never get their roof inspected. They get their furnace inspected once a year. But they never get their roof inspected. And, you you know, we, we do the inspection on your roof for free. So you call, you make an appointment, and we'll show up, do the inspection. It's free. You should have your roof looked at once a year. Take advantage of us. And most likely you're fine. And if there's a problem, hopefully we can get out in front of it and save you money in the end. So for any needs that people have right now, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, you can always call us, 913-257-5426. But the best way is to go to eastonroofing.com. Put your information in, and we'll give you a call. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters.
You're in the program on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Danny Klinkscale with us. We call it Danny Unleashed. Uh, you can check out his great work at dannyklinkscale.com. Uh, Danny is brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Listen, it rained and rained and rained yesterday. Uh, talking to Joe today, they got like 150-plus calls uh, just from what went on yesterday, 150 plus calls. This is what you're dealing with when you get uh, when you when you call Easton Roofing. They will have been and visited and assessed each one of those uh, by Tuesday. If you're being told that you got to wait a week, two weeks for them to get out, uh, no, that's not the case. Call Easton Roofing uh, right now. Let them get over uh, much much quicker and tell you what's going on. Nine one three two five seven fifty four twenty six. Most of these uh, calls. Calls are basically just going to be leaks and just need repairs. Repairs that will cost probably less than seven hundred and fifty bucks, uh, but they can be a lot worse if you don't get them fixed. Uh, they're going to turn around one hundred and fifty calls uh, in about what uh, two business, three business days, three business days in a weekend. Uh, that's what you get with Easton Roofing. They know how important it is, and they know when it's time. When people got problems, they got to work, and they're not afraid to work hard. And uh, they will work better than anybody else and do the job better than anyone else. Easton Roofing, integrity matters. It matters. And the work you do, it also matters in getting to people and getting those roofs fixed because it can be big, big problems. So if you're being told, uh, wait, 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 don't, 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 don't. Call Easton Roofing at 913-257-5426, online at eastonroofing.com. Danny, how about it? The feds coming in. I know we touched on it just briefly, but we didn't really get into it. I mean, I understand that they've got a problem if 50 different states have 50 different rules and, and states are going to start, you know, coming up with rules. You know, some of them will be wildly more beneficial and make it much more attractive to go to certain schools. I get it. But at some point, like, isn't capitalism like the best win, right? You create the best business, right, and you beat your competitor because you do, like, Joe does a better job at Easton Roofing, and so he – you know, worked in the roofing business, said, I can do this better, started his own business, goes out there, gets great jobs, does a great job. More and more people call him. He expands. That's capitalism, right? That's how it's supposed to work. He's one of the fastest-growing companies around. It's not supposed to be that you come out, do a crappy job, and then look to get bailed out. And I, I don't understand, like, why – look, if, if this – if the game is going to be out of whack for a little while. That's capitalism taking care of itself. And you'll get it done quicker if you if you don't prop it up, if you force them to work together and find the right solution amongst these schools. They had that for many years. It was the NCAA. But they didn't like when the NCAA would try to bring them in check. They didn't like sharing their revenues. So now what they've got to do is break away if that's what you're going to do. Stop talking. They clearly talk to every college writer out there because every so often they all write, well, it's coming. They're all talking about breaking away. All right, you cowards, then do it and come up with a governing body and the rules and let's go. Well, it's such a complicated time right now. uh, And when you get politics involved, these people want to go back to their constituents and say, you know, look, I was fighting for old state U. And, you know, because this was going to be a, an unbalanced landscape or everybody ha- is in it for their own thing. The only the only real solution to what's going on right now that's going to be satisfactory to me is if we do go to a club model. This is all about fighting to keep the very best athletes still going to play college sports. Right. And, and, and until the pro leagues and 
the Power Five or the NCAA or whatever entities are there can get together and realize that it's in their, you know, everybody's best interest to have transparency, uh, some kind of honesty, some kind of integrity, that you allow people to seek their dreams at when they reach a determined age, whether you think it's, you know, 15 for girls and 17, you know, 14 for boys, whatever it is. In tennis, they have rules for it. But and, and then you have college sports that isn't dealing with image and likeness or how much should these guys make in compensation because they're going to college to, to get a good deal on an expensive education and beautiful digs and first-class hotels and everything else, which would still be there. So I don't have a really great answer about where this is headed, but in general, yes, I think that capitalism is, is a system that works in most cases, but usually needs regulation of some sort. Right. So uh, it's very complicated, and it's me- it's t- completely messed up basically by the N- NBA and the NHL who won't who won't embrace full-blown minor league systems. Wait, the NBA and NHL or the NBA and NFL? I mean, the NHA and, and NFL, I meant, sorry. NBA and NFL. Yeah, uh, there is an extensive minor league in, in the NHL. My yes, because you bad. said NHL. Yeah. I meant MLB. I meant MLB. My bad. Yeah. MLB and NHL have minor leagues. Yes. And and, and if the NFL, well, there isn't that much incentive for the NFL, obviously, to, to do it and the NBA – but the NBA is a whole lot closer to it, and if we just got to that, the handful of athletes who are good enough to go out and, and or sign at a, a teenage level, and you know maybe by age twenty-one, it, it didn't work, but at least they got some money out of it, and right. they could actually go to school then and maybe participate. You know, Olympic gymnasts go back to college and actually participate in in college gymnastics after they go and win gold medals. I mean. Because they're so young when they're achieving the first part, so yeah. there there are models out there for it, uh, but it's it, it it's it's so different in this country that I don't know if we're ever going to embrace it, which creates problem after problem after problem. No, I know it is, uh, and it's it's just you know to me it's the hypocrisy that mm-hmm. that's so amazing that's out there. Danny, always great talking to you, buddy. I appreciate it. Stay safe. Have yourself a great weekend. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good. DannyClinkSkill.com. DannyCleanSkill.com, brought to you, uh, Danny is, by our friends at Easton Roofing, EastonRoofing.com. This podcast was made possible by our great sponsors like Easton Roofing, the presenting sponsor of Kansas City Profiles at the Danny Scale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. We hope you enjoyed the latest Danny Scale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Come back soon for something fresh and new. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.